Club V is Cavan's best over 21's entertainment venue. With state-of-the-art lighting and sound system, VIP room with bar, as well as a cocktail bar, outdoor heated and fully seated smoking area, so you can sit, relax and take time to catch up with friends. Club V opens every Saturday night and holiday Sunday at 11pm. To find out more about Club V and our upcoming events, follow us on Twitter or become a fan on Facebook. Club V Virginia at the Riverfront Hotel. Check out We Are Calvin football podcast in association with McAvoy's Super Value, Virginia. Real food, real people. Try Super Value's own range in store today. Quality products at one third the price of branded labels. McAvoy's Super Value, Virginia. Supporting local. We Are Calvin podcast. Because Cavan's not just a place, it's a people. Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to the We Are Cavan McAvoy's Super Value podcast um, for the 29th of September. I'm Damien Donoghue and I'm joined by columnist with the Anglo-Celt and former Cavan footballer, of course, Michael Hannan. We're going to be looking back over the two Hotel Kilmore Senior Championship semi-finals that were played at the weekend. Um, I suppose we'll start with the first of them, the Castlerahan Kilachandra game on Saturday night, Michael. It was a, it was a chance for Castlerahan to exact their revenge on, on Kilachandra's opening round humiliation of them. And they they done it, I suppose, in comfortable enough fashion. Yeah, comfortable four-point victory. I mean, everybody that was there kind of came away saying four points, but they really they really could have won by a hell of a lot more. They were in control for most parts of the game. They kind of played the game on their terms, which if you contrast with what happened earlier in the year, it was very much Kalashandra who set the terms of the game and played it on their terms. This time it was Kassarahan. They were, they just posed more of a threat going forward and they got in front and forced... Like Kalashandra had two points in the first half. Mm-hmm. And didn't even. It's not like you could say they shot a lot of wides. They they actually weren't even creating scoring chances. They were their attacks to shot to ratio would have been very poor. Second half came out. Casaran opened up. Could have scored a lot of goals. Didn't. They'd be concerned about that. And Kilishander then came back. But Kilishander were chasing the game. But Casaran were kind of keeping them at arm's length the whole time. Sort of. You wouldn't say they were toying with them. But it was more like their own inefficiency was <laughs> meant the game somewhat interesting. They weren't putting away the goal chances they were scoring, but. They were they were definitely in control of the proceedings. Yeah, you'd have to look over the game and say we we said it on last week's podcast where the the entire game plan the Castellan have is based on getting in front. Um, but you, you, when you look at the second half, even though they they were in front all the way through the second half, they still conceded seven points in the second half, which they won't be happy when they were in such a commanding position. No. Like, they're, they're tailor-made to get in front, with to get men back behind the ball, and when they are in front, just to pick off scores in the counter-attack. Because but, of the speed that exactly. they can break out with, and then they've got good use of the ball through Ronan Flanagan and, and young O'Connell and that coming out. When they go back to look at that tape, they didn't turn over enough of Kilishandra's attacks. Like, Kilishandra kicked seven points, okay? Now, I know some of them were outstanding. Declan McKieran hit, hit a brilliant one from long distance. Daniel Luby, if you remember, hit an outstanding one from the Outside side, of the right yeah, bit. On the sideline, right in front of the stand. So they, those are kind of, you know, low percentage shots, possibly, you know. 
so if that happens, whatever, okay, just don't don't worry about it. You can't stop everything. But at the same time, seven points, you know, they should have been looking, playing the way they, they were playing, they should have been looking to keep it to five points. Five points, you know, would have been the max they should have been looking to concede yeah. in that second half, playing defensively. Okay, they conceded seven. It's not far off five, but still, you know. Nine points has lost a game in the past. Exactly. So you know, when they when they go back and they study it, they'll have to question why were we allowing so many chances against us in the second half when we should have been perfectly set up ideally to to stop this and to force our counterattacks. Now when they counterattacked, they counterattacked quite well. Okay, I mean they created. I lost count of how many goal chances they yeah, had. Yeah, I, I made it six. Six, yeah. So I mean they could have had six goals. I mean mm. they were and these were practically one on ones that they ended up yeah. with. So they've done that end. Their transition game was very good, which is traditionally, it's one of the hardest things to do when you set up defensively is to tran- transition from defence to attack. Aye, to, to finish off, once you've turned over possession, to yeah. finish off with a shot on the other end. Exactly. It's, it's, it's much more difficult than people think. Like. Mm. So they, that part of the game was, was, was good. But defensively, they shouldn't have probably conceded nine points, certainly not seven in the second half. So they'll have to look back and see what was going wrong was it were they had they done something different to because it was Kilachandra maybe they said okay we have to maybe give special attention to one or two players here what you know what was the dynamic that they had going on what why were they not as solid as as they have been in the past like imagine your wedding day with unparalleled service commanding views and mature grounds on one of ireland's most beautiful family-run countryside estates located on our private shores of loch sheelan crover house hotel in cavan offers a personal service to each couple a limited number of 2016 wedding packages are still available call 049-8540-206 today our unique location for your Unique occasion, Crover House Hotel. Like they are Castle Rahan are. This isn't a new system for Castle Rahan. This is a system they've been playing for a number of years now. We've seen it for the last definitely three, maybe four years even, where they retreat back. They they bring everybody behind the ball. I remember a game three or four years ago in Breffney Park where they um they they simply had fifteen men behind the ball. And then when they won possession, they didn't seem in a rush at that stage to bring it out of defence. It was just, well, we'll, we'll almost basketball style it up and down the field, over and back. But they've, um, you know, they, that that's why it should be disappointing for them to concede the seven points. They've been doing this for a long time. Yeah, no, yeah. They, you'd imagine that as the years goes on, they're getting better and better at it. Um now, but when you think back to over the different years that they've played this system, they've, they've played Mackie in different positions over the years. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they started in full forward, half forward. Now they have him playing sort of at the top of the triangle. Exactly, yeah, edge of the D. Exactly, regardless of what number he's wearing, that's where he plays most. And if he gets tired, he might drift into either, you know, might drift up the pitch or down the pitch, depending on how he's feeling. But that's predominantly where the position he holds. Other years, though, I remember they played this position, they had Mackie playing midfield. That's right. Okay, so they've they've done it. They've done loads of different things. So, you know, just because they've, if you go back to their team, there's probably players like him playing in different positions. But most of what they do defensively relies on Ronan Flanagan, reading the situation and organizing organizing things at the back. So, you know, they this is kind of one of the things that I I, I wondered about when I saw them playing this year that they were sticking with this approach. Are they going to be able to get enough? out of playing that way to get themselves over the line because when they got to the final had to play the Gales and they set up that way um, I think they, they, they in fact I think the manager just said oh look we're in a final let's just go for it and they just went for it and they actually mm. got blown away so 
they probably aren't talented enough to win a championship playing the other way. So they've stuck with this approach. But are they going to be talented enough to win a championship playing this way? I mean, it's going to be interesting to see if they if they can tighten up at the back. And because other years, like you said yourself, I played a game against them once and God, like it was just to try and... We played them in a Mullahorn in a championship match and you you couldn't kick the ball into the forward line. No. You just couldn't do it. Because and you're outnumbered. Exactly. And if you weren't prepared, if you didn't have a system of how to run the ball, and we hadn't that day, we went out and we, you know, I think out of the first 13 balls we kicked, 11 came straight back out. Two of them stuck, one of them got turned over, and the one, the other one that did stick, we ended up sticking over the bar. That was one point from 13 attacks. Like. Mm. So, you know... I. The the question is, are they going to be able to kind of make themselves on the day of the final solid defensively enough? Because they do have, they will score enough doing their transition offence. They will get enough attacks. You know, they will create enough running the ball from deep. Mm. Um, they they do have enough. They have enough. Like, they probably created 24, 25 chances yeah. against Kilishandra. That's enough to win most games. Oh, here, yeah, yeah. They only, what what did they take? Was it thirteen points they scored? Yeah, thirteen. Yeah, okay. I reckon they'll probably have to score something, probably close to one thirteen to to win the final one fourteen. You know, possibly. Yeah, possibly. yeah. Well, it, weather permitting, if it's a if it's a decent day, it'll be one thirteen. That's it. Everyone's talking about Luna Bar, Cavan's most vibrant new venue, with our big screen TVs. Live music every weekend and free function room. We cater for everyone. Luna Bar, Main Street Cavan, the newest hotspot in town. Just a quick word then about Kilishandra. Um, all in all, probably very disappointed in the semi-final. Dara Tai was a massive, massive loss to the Lagos. Massive, yeah, sure. He's he's their leader there in uh, in, in defence for them. I thought a lot of their players played well. Um, you know, Killian O'Reilly, I was very impressed with it. Yeah. Uh, every time I see him playing, I, I'm impressed with him. I, I kind of wonder now why he, he hasn't played or got a proper run in, in the county setup. Um, the point he scored against Castellan, where he blocked. The ball on a shot from Castran on one end, and uh, drove up the field himself. Played a one-two and stuck it over the bar like it was just, you know, Sean O'Gallagher esque sort of yeah. stuff. Time to do the fist pump, exactly, <laughs> and even do it twice if you're enjoying it. Double fist pump. <laughs> yeah. Um, ultimately, Kilashandra, their attack was too blunt. Um, yeah. Anytime they sent ball in in the first half, in particular, it it didn't stick. And in the second half, they didn't send it in. They ran the ball. They actually they looked much better when they were running the ball. Uh, I don't know. Damien Keeney's over them. He'll, you know, he's done a great job with them this mm-hmm. year. Maybe if he stays on for a second year, you'd be interested to see if he can progress the thing. Uh, sometimes the second year is tougher than the first year, you know. Um, but yeah, you know, I heard Declan being interviewed, Declan McKiernan being interviewed, and talking about how they'd all bought into this idea of doing their strength work and doing their conditioning work and how they really were working hard. And it kind of just goes to show what, what can happen with a team when they all do pull the same way. Like they were, okay, Kassarahan were better than them, but if one or two things had gone right, or gone yeah. the other way for them, they could have got into a... Into a into a county final. Into a county final. Yeah, they you know? could have. You're dead right. And you, you could have seen um, Kurnafein, Arva and Kelishandra like... 
three clubs from the one parish, the one parish all in the three finals. You know, yeah. senior, intermediate, and junior. Yeah, it was a possibility. Um, like Kilishandra definitely made huge strides this year. Instrumental to the to the progress they made this year was Tomas O'Reilly at centre half forward. He, he driving at the defence all the time and so direct, but he couldn't get on ball. He couldn't. He he he, he was very well marshaled by Endo O'Connell. I have to say on on Saturday evening. Yeah, Tomas has been plagued with uh, hamstring injuries over the year, and it's interesting to see that this year he he had an injury free year. Mm. Um, I can remember when he was playing under twenty one. He was just like a train. He could go up and down, up and down, up and down. Um, so it's curious, you know, it's a curious thing that the year that everybody in the club buys into them doing strength and conditioning work, that suddenly he yeah. gets injured free. Yeah. And uh, mightn't even be related, but well, might I, be. I, I can remember, I can remember when I pulled my hamstring. I pulled my hamstring six times in eighteen months, and I had to go to this physio. He was working with the Irish rugby team at the time, and he just more or less said, "Look, we're going to rebuild you, so this never happens again." And he, if you remember, Brian O'Driscoll used to pull his hamstring a lot mm, when he was yeah. younger, so. I same fella. He just he'd fixed O'Driscoll maybe two years earlier than that, and here I was landing in front of him. So, listen, <laughs> e- equally <laughs> equal in stature, far, far from it. So, <laughs> I said, this fella, if he's good enough for O'Driscoll, he'll do for me. So, he, he basically he had me lifting weights every. Um, he had me lifting weights every day, and he had me doing like a series of these sort of runs. And the running thing was no more than maybe seven or eight minutes every second day. So I was training twice. Every second day. So I was training every okay. day and every other day. It was twice a day. And I could find myself, my, you know, some. there's a whole host of reasons why why you can pull your hamstring repeatedly. But uh, ultimately, if there's something out of sync in your body, the weakest point ends up taking the brunt. For me, it was my hamstring. So he just made, basically, he made my hamstrings super strong. And at the end of it, I felt by training you know training all doing all that training I was away from the panel for six weeks reintroduced to the panel and I was actually faster fitter and you know more agile than I, than I had been before I left and I was absolutely flying it after doing after, mainly weights well after doing no I, I was doing running every second day like so but weights every day it weights every day yeah so it was it was tough it was about I was training an hour and then in the evenings between the stretching and the, the 10 minutes of running that I had to do. And it was only 10 minutes of running. Yeah. I was, was training maybe another half an hour in the evenings. And, uh, you know, it, it just opened up my eyes at the time uh, to the benefits of, of doing that doing that proper work. And I, I wonder if, whether or not, Tomas now, it's after having an injury for a year, uh, he's playing probably some of the best football that he's played. Mm. <laughs> whether it's a, I don't think it's a coincidence. Yeah. That way. Check out We Are Calvin football podcast in association with McAvoy's Super Value, Virginia. Real food, real people. Try Super Value's own range in store today. Quality products at one toward the price of branded labels. McAvoy's Super Value, Virginia. Supporting local. <laughs> 